Hey there, hi there, ho there. Welcome to uh, quarantine week one. Yeah. Um, technically, this is a seamless and themeless. So do we need to do a seamless segment or should we just start with the podcast? I think the whole thing is a seamless segment. So, and I don't have anything <laughs> prepared. This is a seamless hour. This is a seamless um, eternity. I forgot about it, but honestly, with all these TV shows I've been watching this week, I've got like 10,000 recommendations for y'all. I you know? don't. Um, I actually had a recommendation if we would have uh, met up, but we did not because I wanted to show you this video. Um, let's just get right into it, you know? It's our first so, seamless of the year. Yeah, pretty exciting. Um, so, as everybody knows, stay inside. Um... <laughs> So, you know, don't get infected, don't get sick. If you feel sick, stay inside. You know, protect others, protect people who are vulnerable, protect people who aren't vulnerable, you know. Drink some emergency. Yeah. Get that immune <laughs> system boosted. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've been on Twitter or Instagram or any type of social media, you know that there are celebrities out there who feel differently. They say, I'm not going to stay inside. You know, I want my freedom. Um, Vanessa Hudgens, our Christmas queen. I don't even think we can give her that title anymore. She was out here complaining because Coachella was canceled. Poor Vanessa. It wasn't even canceled. It was postponed. Yeah. And she was saying something like, people are going to die anyways. Like, dang. Like, I think she actually said that. So, people canceled her. That's fun. Some other celebrities said, you know, I'm not going to self-quarantine because I have the freedom to not do so. And then Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas, they went on Instagram Live because everybody's Instagramming live these days. And Sophie was going off on them. She didn't say them specifically, but she was like, go home protect your health and everybody else's um she just went off and you know I need to send you this when we're done because they had these like filters on and it was hilarious and when Sophie was like you know she was dropping some f-bombs over here Joe he was in the fridge and he turned around and he had like bulging eyes like (laughs) filter and he went like and it's so funny I took a screenshot I'll have to show you later but you know Listen to Sophie and Joe. I get that it's frustrating and it's boring to have to be at home all the time. If you're a celebrity, don't even come at me with some boring. Because you know you got that in-home theater, that pool, that basketball court, this, that, the other. Like, I understand. You can go a little stir-crazy when you can't get out. But to get all, like, ignorant over Coachella, first of all, baby, Coachella ain't been relevant in a long freaking time. I think that's the only time she's relevant. I know, but I'm like, sweetheart, it's in October. Fall fashion is better than summertime, like, knit cardigans and bohemia. Like, stretch your yeah. profile. Maybe you won't be the summer queen anymore. You can be the fall queen. The fall problematic queen, but a queen nonetheless. I just have to apologize because I just hit my microphone, so it's probably not going to sound very good right there i'm gonna apologize about the fact that this washing machine is running and if y'all can hear it i'm sorry yeah um what else was i gonna say oh 
So, you know, there are pictures of Ellen and Sam Smith both just crying um, because they're self-quarantined and they don't know what to do. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Like, what is wrong with these people? Here's the deal, though. I get it. Like, I'm on that same energy of, like, if I don't get out of this house, I'm going to literally kill myself. I didn't say that. Some people just have it a lot worse. Like, for instance, people who lost their homes to the tornadoes in Nashville, they would probably, like, love to be in Ellen's home right now, you know? Um, I guess, once again, not just Nashville. Uh, all well, s- I just said... I'm just like trying to general. represent the rest of the population. But, like, I, I think for some people, for some of us, being stuck in one place, it takes a little bit of a toll on the old mental health. And it's like, because you can't do anything and you have to switch your whole routine in a way. And the places that I would normally go to, like, decompress or whatever are not open. I don't know. I just wish celebrities didn't pretend like everything was terrible for them when it's, like, they have choices. They still have choices. Um, But did you see those videos of all these celebrities coming together to sing some song? Like, have you seriously not seen this on Twitter? Isn't it like the it's, Imagine thing? Yeah. It's so cringy. And just, you know, these celebrities, they have a lot of money to, you know, donate. Or they could just say, like, hey, stay home. But no. They're over here saying, we can get through this together. Now, everybody, Gal Gadot, Kristen Wiig, you know, um, who else was in there? Will Ferrell. Let's all get together and sing a part of a song to no music and make it super awkward for everybody else. Because that's totally what they asked for. I didn't watch the video itself. I just heard people talking about, why didn't they sing Imagine by Ariana Grande? And I was like, okay, that's enough for me. Oh, I did not see that part. But everybody's making parodies of it, and I think it's so funny. So check out the parodies. Because that's actually more uplifting than what they gave us. Because I could not even get past Gal Gadot singing it. Because I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, what's the point of this? I think the quarantine is really just bringing out everyone's inner creativity. Because it's like, there's nothing to do. So anything that you haven't had time to do in the last 10 years, you're doing it now. It did make Amy Adams get on Instagram, so maybe there is a plus side to this. And if you can awaken Amy Adams from her Instagram slumber. Yeah, but we must uh, protect Tom Hanks at all costs. You know, apparently somebody close to him said he's not great, but he's doing better, which is not great in my eyes. Who else was diagnosed? I completely... Idris Elba. Idris Elba. And then Andy Cohen. He's the... I don't remember what late night show he does. Is he the one that does, like, the... The one that gets people in trouble? Yeah, and he asks, like, all the inappropriate questions. Because he one time asked Nicki Minaj, like, who has the better mm in Hollywood? Who has the best mm? 
and she was like super uncomfortable and she's like why do you assume that you know i've had sex with everybody in hollywood i get it's inappropriate but also i think when they go on it they know because i saw something from i think kelly clarkson was on there recently and he asked about some tweet that she put out into the universe years ago that was Mm. like something stripper pitchy stripper it was about Miley Cyrus. But she said, I didn't, she said, I didn't say that. The rest of y'all did. Hmm. I mean, that's where all the tea is filled, let's be honest. Twitter. Um, yeah. And then an actor from Game of Thrones. I cannot pronounce his name for the life of me because he's, I don't know what he is technically, but he's somewhere in Europe. And I do not know how to pronounce his name, but he was diagnosed and he was one of my favorite characters on that show. But, you know, hope they're all doing good. Wishing them well hey guys. in mm-hmm. this time of darkness. During this plague. Yes. Yep. Um, although it's sad that many people point out that celebrities who don't even show symptoms, because Idris Elba said, like, I haven't shown any symptoms yet, they get tested. But people who are, like, really, really sick can't even get the opportunity to get a test. Mm-hmm. Which is really sad. It's just nobody was prepared for this, like, mm. oh yeah, at all. Even though we had time, technically, to be prepared. And I'm not going to come on here and act like I was super concerned, like, the whole time. Because when mm. Corona first surfaced on TikTok, I was like, whatever. And then I'm still kind of, whatever. Because I haven't gone anywhere. Bit, things are getting a little bit more serious. Uh, yeah, like, you know. school... She is shut down for the rest of the semester. Yeah, um, restaurants, businesses, libraries. Um, you know, they're starting to close borders. You know, states are going under martial law apparently, which is not good. <laughs> Graduations pending. Yeah, and they're saying that this, because I even looked up like how long is it is this gonna last and of course there's no definite answer for this but they're saying like it's not going away anytime soon i all i'm saying is i can't be quarantined for forever i can't do it maybe we're just gonna have to figure out and you know i was planning on going back to my apartment um which is another state away if you guys don't know um because i forgot we're talking to people on the podcast (laughs) um to the five people listening stay tuned um I was planning on going back to my apartment because it's off campus, so it's not closed or anything. But, you know, with the whole travel bans, like, being, like, talked about, I don't, like, my parents said, we don't want you getting stuck there by yourself. So, you know, I was going back up there because I was like, I need a place to be, like, quiet, to do work. Not happening. I had to grab all my stuff and just get on out of there. It's never quiet in this house. It's never empty. Like, I live at home, but before I had the freedom to leave when I wanted to go do work, and I can't really do that now. Like, I drove to my old house yesterday just to, like, be free for, like, an hour. Yeah, I'm like, at this point, I'm like, so why can I not, like, what can I do at this point? Exactly. Because, like, here's the thing. They're like restaurants, bars, everything like that closing. But grocery stores where everybody's crowding, yeah, let's let's keep going, guys. Which I know grocery stores is like 
a necessity where people need to be yeah but at the same time don't you think there should be like limitations because I know I don't know where this was but there was some restaurant or store that said okay we can only allow a certain number of people in here at a time we can't allow we can't have like everybody bunched together I went to Kroger the other day to get one pack of bagels and avocado and there were no bagels because that's a bread apparently there was more bread than bagels absolutely impossible and the whole bread aisle was just chaos but no nobody was at the produce nobody was at the produce there and I get it's like this stuff will last longer, which I don't even know if bread will last up long. I mean, you could put it in the freezer. If you freeze it, you're, it'll last for, like, a good while. Yeah. But, like, nobody's at the produce getting all this stuff. And I went to get peanut butter. And it was funny because all the peanut butter was basically gone. But, like, almond butter, cashew butter, you know, vegan, like, not vegan, but, like, better type of butter was still there now's the time to be vegetarian people because when mm-hmm. i tell you the meat substitutes they still be slapping around at kroger mm-hmm. and there's no limitations on them but i went to kroger maybe like three or four days ago everything was gone basically mm-hmm. and they had limitations on stuff which makes sense but yeah. it was beyond the normal limitations like most stores are like okay cases of water there's a limit two per customer okay milk there's a limit one per customer, whatever. But at Kroger, I took a picture of the sign because I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> it was like, all dairy products are limited, three per customer. But it also said, like, tea, uh, biscuits are limited. I said, oh, that's wow. a necessity here in the South. I said, they Wait, got so, us okay. yeehaw Southerners tied up. So, like, dairy products? Okay. I feel like some of these signs, and I get, like, this is – like, people have to print these out quick, so they're not thinking, really. But, like, I was in the bread aisle, and I didn't know this, but you can get half loaves of bread. I never knew this. Oh, I'm a half loaf stan. Um, well, I don't eat bread anyways. I'm, like, I'm a bagel type of person. And I was like, okay, so they're limiting three per customer or per family. I don't know which one it is. So if you get two half loaves... Is that, like, I kept thinking to myself, like, wouldn't that be just, like, one thing of bread? But, like, but then again, I was, like, it's best not to argue because, first of all, I don't want to argue. Like, it was just something I was thinking about, you know? I don't know how they would determine that because it's the same thing with milk, right? Like, you've got the half mm-hmm. gallons and you've got the gallons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what do they like, do? Like, work? But I don't, like... I know everyone's buying up, like, bread, milk, sugar, like, the basic essentials, if you want to call them that. Those are not my essentials because I don't really – bread is not my jam. I feel like if you want to make bread, if you think we're getting real desperate, you know, get all that stuff. If you know how, now is definitely the time to, like, exercise that skill because there's literally nothing. That's what we're That's what we're trying to do. We're, you know, we know how to make bread over here. We don't like making bread. But, you know, we got to get back to the pilgrim days. I don't just, like, eat bread, though. You know? Like, some people are Mm -hmm. sandwich people, and I get it. But I'm not a sandwich gal. The only, you know, as of lately, I've just been putting avocado on anything I can find. So I do, like, this avocado. I put avocado on everything bagels. And then um, 
I got this like sourdough bread from like the Kroger bakery section. It's not like the bread aisle. Um, and first of all, it has sourdough bread. Perfection. Um, and I just smushed up some avocado and put it in the middle and put some like crushed red pepper flakes. And that is an avocado sandwich. And you know what? I still like it because it's just basically avocado toast smushed together. I've never had avocado toast. You should try it. I don't think I like avocados. You know, I used to not like it either. You know, I was a guacamole stan. You know, got to put some seasoning in there. But one day, I just said, look at this healthy fat. I'm going to need it. I'm going to like it. That's all I ever want to be labeled as is healthy fat. (laughs) Like, just forever. (laughs) Like, and that goes out to my Nana. I see you've settled for just healthy fat. And that's on triggering trauma. Mm. I've watched a lot of video. Well, not a lot. I've seen a lot of videos in the old subscription feed of people like using quarantine time to make content, which in a way I'm like, cool, you have the time. Great. Awesome. Consistency, whatever. But a lot of people were getting a, a little heated. They're like, why are you using this serious time to capitalize off of it for your own gain? And I'm like, they're just trying to help people out, especially the ones where it's like giving you ideas of what you can do during this time. Well, what else are you supposed to do? Like, if you're trying to entertain people, like movies are being delayed. Even TV shows are being delayed, which I found shocking. Um, I mean, yeah, you have to get people together to like edit and do all this stuff because I know a spinoff show of The Walking Dead I was never going to watch it anyways but it was supposed to come out in April I think April or May and now it's being pushed back and I was surprised at first because I was like well, why is it being pushed back if it's like you know it's like stay in your homes here's a tv show but I think it's mostly to do with editing and like post-production and promotion like, the workers yeah so I understand that part But, like, all these YouTubers are, you know, this is the perfect time for them. If they don't work in, like, a corporation type of deal, because I know the Try Guys and, like, Smosh, they're like, yeah, we can't do a lot of videos now because they're, like... Because you have to go to, like, a studio. Yeah. But if you're just, like, regular Joe Schmo with the vlog camera, now's your time to pop off and shine. Yeah. I know. I think Smosh said um, we're going to release the videos we already have because they schedule ahead of time. But we're going to, like record stuff at home for you guys and then I don't know what the try guys is doing they released like a 16 minute video for a, they said about the coronavirus I was like I'm just tell just tell me what you're gonna do and I'll just I don't care why are people making these like emotional videos almost where they, they have to like preface it'll be a video they shot like three weeks ago and then they'll be like before I get started, we need to address the situation in the world right now. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, we're like, all in the same boat. We all know. It's like, let's be honest, you're making more money off of this than anybody else. <laughs> Literally. And it's just like, it's just, in a way, I feel like a brat for being, like, irritated that I can't leave. And my mom is calling me, uh, decline. <laughs> Um, I don't want to talk about my mental health with my mom right now, Mm. but at the same time, it's just like, there comes a point where you've sort of expended all 
of your resources. Like, there comes a yeah. point where Netflix runs dry, where Amazon oh, Prime yeah. runs dry. Like, you've caught up on everything. Nothing else is really looking that interesting. Netflix has been running dry for quite some time. Honestly. Let's be honest. Um, you know, I had HBO. I've kind of, you know, I watched all the good shows, I think. Because, you know... I don't want to go back and watch, like, The Sopranos and Westworld. I'm sorry. Season one was good, but season two, y'all just ain't doing it right. And I'm not even going to stick around for season three. Somebody even said on Twitter, like, even Aaron Paul, who was on Breaking Bad, they were like, even he can't say Westworld anymore. I was like, I thought this was, like, one of HBO's best shows, but apparently not. I will never know because I'll never be able to afford HBO. But I did finish Dead Like Me on Amazon Prime. And I started that show maybe like a year and a half ago, and I was really into it at the time, and then I kind of took a break and then came back. Great. Short-lived series, two seasons, but worth the watch in my opinion. And then I'm watching Haunting of Hill House now, which I started when it first came out, and I was like, ooh, this show a little scary. And scary, not my brand. But we're watching it. There's only like 10 episodes. It's just there's... There's nothing, like, good. Like, The Good Place, everyone would rave about that show. Yeah. I don't really, like, it's not bad, but it's not, Is it, like, ooh, I want to watch this. What's it on? It's on Netflix, I think. I hear people talk about it all the time, and it never seemed like that, sh- That like, it never seemed good to me. So I never got into it. Um, Yeah, it doesn't have, like, Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. Isn't that her name? Yeah. You asked the other day, because we were talking about, like, Kirsten, Kirsten, somebody, and you were like, is it Kirsten? And I was like, the only Kirsten in Hollywood is Kirsten Dunst. I just get the the two of them mixed up. Like, I know they're two different Mm -hmm. people, but in my head, I'm like, same girl. Here's the thing. There's so many Kirstens and Kirstens in Hollywood, and they're all blonde. Like, I know Kristen Stewart isn't blonde any. I don't think she's blonde anymore, but she used to be. And then we have Kristen Wiig. And then we have Kristen Bell. And then we have Kristen Dunst. They're all blonde, you know? I just get Kristen Bell and Kristen Dunst mixed up because I know who K Stu is and I know who Kristen Wiig is. Like, they're so, like, distinctive. Like, you know who's who. But, like, Kristen Bell and Kristen Dunst, I haven't seen them in that many things. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, mm. But The Good Place is just... It's a cool concept, but it's very sitcom-y, and that's not really yeah. my j- cup of tea. Apparently, Kirsten Dunst was in um, that anthology show, Fargo, which I've never seen. Um, and Everybody kept saying she was really good. I think she was nominated for an Emmy for it, so good for her. Um, speaking of miniseries, I um, finished Fosse Verdon. Because it had my girls, Michelle Williams and Margaret Qualley. And it had my guy, Sam Rockwell, you know. And I, I only actually... knew one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. You're not a film studies minor like I am. <laughs> but, you know, everybody was talking about it last year cause it, because Michelle Williams won for Best Actress in a Miniseries. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. Uh, it was very slow at first, but I eventually got into it because it details the relationship between Bob Fosse and Gwen Verdon, who were like 
he was a big director and she was a big dancer actress back in the day like in you know the golden age of hollywood and i didn't even know who they were at first i was like am i supposed to know who these people are because i really didn't i didn't know who they were but they're just slamming doors on this house let's be let's calm down um but i recognize him in his movies he directed cabaret which i've never seen but i heard of i mean i didn't recognize him but their story was very interesting the show was good so i recommend that if anybody wants to watch it's on hulu um it's crazy people be piping Um, it up at the dollhouse yeah and then i started watching ozark i've been meaning to finish it because it is actually pretty good people compare it to breaking bad um I never finished Breaking Bad. I actually thought it was good. Just got bored of it. Sorry. Same, same, same. Yeah. But Ozark, it's basically, instead of meth, it's money laundering. Um, And you know what type of aesthetic it has? And it hit me, like, the second episode. It has Twilight first movie aesthetic. (gasps) Before you said anything, I said Catherine Hardwick. I said Mm -hmm. Catherine. It does. And... I never looked up if she had anything to do with the show because she directs TV show episodes and I don't remember of what, but it looks exactly like that. But it fits the show because the show is so dark and like, you know, the themes are dark. Um, you know, it's kind of, and it's weird because it, the setting is in the Ozarks. It's like in a lake, like touristy area mm-hmm. and it really works, but it's like very blue tinted. I don't know. And I recommend it. I think it's good so far. I don't know if I started that or if it was something else. But I know I've heard people talk about Ozark. But we get a subscription to People or whatever. So I'd be flipping through the entertainment section every time a new one comes to the house. Because, you know, I'm trying to to know what's what Mm -hmm. in this joint. And I just saw a whole thing about that in there, like, yesterday. Yeah. Because season three is coming out. I mean, it's... It's supposed to come out in May, I think, or March. One of the M's, I can't remember. But it's supposed to come out and, you know, won a lot of Emmy Awards. I don't know. But um, I would say it's one of Netflix's better shows these days. I want Hulu again just to watch High Fidelity. Like, literally, that's it. Mm -hmm. And to finish um, Dollface and Shrill Season 2. You know, I consider watching High Fidelity, but it seemed like one of those shows that's very much like go with the flow. It doesn't have like a structured, I don't know. It seems like one of those shows that's like, this is her everyday life. Let me show you her everyday life and the troubles she faces along the ways in her love life and stuff like that. And that's not my particular type of show. I do love Zoe Kravitz, but I don't know if the show itself is for me. I... I think the whole plot is, like, she's going... She's talking to her exes or whatever to figure out, like, where things went wrong, which is fine. And I don't mind shows that are kind of, like, day in the life. It doesn't really bother me usually. But I just want to watch it for the outfits, the fashion of it all. Zoe, I love her. We've been new. But this girl... Like, I think I had heard of High Fidelity, and I was kind of like, okay, whatever. But this girl on YouTube, Sarah Gray... I think is her name. 
she did a lookbook. Oh my god, and it was inspired. The looks were so poppin', so fresh. I was living, I was breathing. Um, you know, YouTubers who have these basic generic names, I can never remember or even know who you're talking about. Because who was that girl? Sarah Gray? Is that what you said her name was? <gasps> Damn, poor connection. What the heck? Is this like my Wi-Fi? It's, it keeps saying poor connection. Is it my Wi-Fi? It should be. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Let's just keep going. Anyways, that was my point. You know, I can never remember their names. So, yeah. Either way, Sarah was serving up them looks. Thank you, Sarah. I don't even know who you are, but thank you. You just need to, like, look at the fits. And all of her stuff is, well, not all of it, but the more, majority of it is thrifted, which is what I aspire to be like. But, you know, the thrift yeah. stores are dry around these parts. Um, since we're, you know, going through new segments, <laughs> um, you know, when our FaceTime call ended, I went on Twitter just to see what was going on. And, you know... It's always talking about coronavirus. The one thing that wasn't talking about coronavirus, though. This thing got us bringing up drama from 2016. The whole Kim Kim and Kanye and Taylor fight, feud, whatever you want to call it, it has been brought up again. Why? Four years later. Because apparently the vid- you remember there was this whole phone call where it was like he called Oh, to- I remember the feud, but I'm like, why is it back? Okay. So, apparently, the real, the full phone call was, like, leaked today or something. And apparently, it does show that Taylor did not approve. She even said, like, I don't approve of you using that litter, litter, wow, um, lyric, where he says, um, I made that be famous. So, that's been brought up again. And look. You know I was a Taylor stan back in the day, and you know I still love Taylor, but I really do not care. I just don't care. I'm not going to go on Kim's Instagram and say, you liar, you're an awful person, and comment snake emojis like they did with Taylor back in 2016, which was actually awful. That was like, I felt bad for her because that was horrible, but I'm not going to do that. I'm like, can y'all just let this go? I'm sure Taylor doesn't even care at this point. It's happened. It's in the past. She made a whole album clapping back on it. Like, let's and all just move album. on. Reputation was pretty good. Lover. Mm. You know, if we didn't have um, that feud, we wouldn't have reputation. No. So maybe we should thank everybody for that. <laughs> Everyone just keep being shady. It brings about good content. Yeah. Um, who else has been shady these days? Um, well, my school advisor, she's been a little shady, but she said, do you think you can continue working during the quarantine from home? And I was basically like, well, that's what I was doing before. But my coordinator literally straight up said, because of this, there's less story opportunities. And he was like, I can tell your advisor that you've done 
like everything that we've asked you to do up to this part and that like you're willing to learn and whatever blah 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 but I don't know if we can meet your hour quota situation can they not just like do an alternative like assignment or something or like I know it's like not just an assignment but like it's technically like a credit but could they not do like something else like just make up a bunch of stories and just say I wrote them (laughs) no well not you but like give you prompts or something I don't know I don't think that's how it works in journalism (laughs) to like make it up I think that's like the opposite of what we're supposed to do well no what I was saying is like how am I supposed to put this like I don't know they give you a prompt saying okay here's it let's let's make up a scenario man dies from squirrel eating him write a story about it here are the other details I think because it's upper division because like we did that when I I was in media right like baby writing basically Mm -hmm. I think it's because it's upper division like you actually have to work for some kind of organization I don't know what the student newspaper people are supposed to be doing to be honest because the school is closed but like what else are you supposed to do it doesn't make any sense. I'm still writing for now, but I'm doing it from, like, phone call interviews, which are absolutely atrocious. Um, but it's just, like, I'm so over this semester at this point. I'm ready for this to be done. I am ready to, like, tie a bow on it and move on. I think they should have just given everyone an A or pass them this semester with all of the crap that's happened. I think what they're doing at my school, I think they are saying um, if you do end up with a C or a D or below, or below, you know, I should really go back to school, um, that you can opt for a P, which means passing, and it won't hurt your GPA. So that's what they're what doing. What is going on? Uh, you froze. Why is it doing this? I don't understand. Taylor, you froze. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. It's so recording. I'm just gonna talk to myself. Yeah. My school just said. Hmm. But my queen, my advisor, my baby girl, she, you know, she's kind of known for being problematic. I'm not trying to come for this woman's job or anything, but, like, I could do it better. I'm not trying to say that I could rule the world, but I could. Uh, She, like, there's already assignments for this class that are separate from what we actually do at work, quote-unquote. Like, we have to write a two-page paper about what we learned in our experience, blah, blah, blah. And then do a survey, and you have to get your, like, coordinator person to do a survey. And you have to be like, these are the things that I think I excelled at, and these are the things that I just had a really hard time at. It's like, you know, it's like filler work. Yeah. I swear, half the stuff I have to do for this online stuff now is how I felt and what I learned from like all these books and the experiences because one of my classes we were supposed to go to like public readings or like something to do with like creative writing but it had to be like a public event well can't do that now and she said okay I'm gonna link these YouTube videos and you just write a response to them and I'm like 
I hate that stuff because I don't learn anything from things like that. I just don't. I need somebody to tell me what I'm supposed to learn. It's just, it, it is filler. And it feels, and, and I also like, I don't know if I'm doing enough or not, you know? Yeah, like I know everyone is in a stressful position because these professors just had to like basically throw mm-hmm. everything away and like adapt it to fit this. And that's not their fault. But I can just see that the rest of the semester is going to be chaotic. Just not good. Like, one of my classes, I feel like, didn't really change that much. Like, we're still doing the same presentations, but instead of presenting them in front of the class, we're just going to record ourselves, like, audio and send it to our professor, which is fine, whatever. But the other class, because it's there's no syllabus, like, we're not following anything, I... I don't know. All I know is I have a midterm and she split it up into two parts. So one of them is timed and it's on our school's website, like Blackboard Canvas, whatever your school uses. Mine uses D2L. Uh, (laughs) The other part is just, we just have to email her our aunts because there's like short response or whatever. But like, I just don't want to go back online. Online classes are fine, usually when they're structured to be online, but this little last-minute hodgepodge thing is about to be a mess, and I can already tell it. Yeah, I could go into one of my classes, which I'm annoyed at, but, you know, we're going to end this on a high note, because we do need to end this, just in case we get any more technical difficulties. So, should we take a quiz? Yes, just this one time. Yep. Okay. We're taking a quiz. What's it? Um, design your ideal apartment. And we'll give you a TV show to bitch watch tonight. Because we're pretty, not pretty. Sure you want to start a new show right now. By JH001 a community contributor who has 320 points. God bless. Thank you, G. G? Wow. J-H-001. Two weeks out of school, the alphabet, gone. Mm-hmm. Let's choose an exterior. Okay, so the first one is kind of, um, kind of cute, kind of ugly at the same time. It's like New York, but also kind of like France with these little balcony terrace situations, mm-hmm. and they're all a very vibrant blue. It's very 70s, I feel like. Maybe. I see it. I see it. The second 70s, one 80s. is a brick gray situation. Kind of smoky. Kind of a little smoky like a barbecue. This is a very Pacific Northwest. Mm-hmm. With a little bit of axe murderer. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the next one is, I don't know what that is. Like, is it futuristic or is it like old timey? I can't tell what those like circles are are they windows or are they just like shapes i feel like they're too small to be windows at first i thought they were like lights but they're not it kind of like the okay so it's got those bay window situations so it's on the outside Mm -hmm. and it makes me think of that top hat yeah this is modern san francisco i don't like it yeah and the last one has ivy on it and a bike outside. It's cute. It is cute. Um, 
you know, I actually kind of like the first one, but I don't know. I really like the fourth one. I like the ivy. I like, you know, it's kind of dark. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I I feel like I would get that and like, I'm living like in a 1930, like if I was on the AD open door, you know how whenever they open the door, they're like, so this house was built in the 1930s, blah, 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 blah. I feel like this is what I would say. I like the last one the best. I feel like it resonates me. Re- oh my God, resonates with me the most. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the blue one is very your brand. I mean, it is my brand, but also like, I like the fourth one. I'm picking number four. Cool. The third one's the ugliest. It is. I can't even tell what's going on. Let's pick a living room. Okay, so the first one we have a little pastel yellow couch. Pretty cute, pretty cute. Um, looks like we have some nice lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, a weird looking lamp and a plant that I hope is fake because that thing would die if I was trying to take care of it. And some shelves. The second one's kind of moody. It gives me boy energy. It gives me, uh, I don't want to decorate, so I bought this picture from Ikea. And it's got one of those little bar cart situations. Mm-hmm. And of course, the, this this is obviously the one that has to have the MacBook in it. Oh, yeah. This is those boys that are like, excuse me, can you get up so I can plug in my MacBook? <laughs> and they're like, all the time. Uh, and then the third one is kind of a charcoal gray couch very cute um very cute little floor lamp this can we tell which one's my favorite uh and these kind of scandinavian paneled walls and then the other one is very symmetrical we got two little furry poof thingies if you can hear these beep beeps outside it's because i live in suburbia and they're building like three houses uh and then two floor lamps and a tiny little couch it's a very itty bitty I'm not a fan of the fourth one. It's so, it feels boring. It feels like I just walked into like an apartment or I'm like looking for apartments online and this is what they've set up as the furniture. Mm-hmm. I'm not and it of. says like furniture included. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like the first one, like with the couch, but I am not a fan of the shelving brown. I don't like the brown and yellow aesthetic I think I like the third one the best dang see the third one is the one I was definitely gonna pick it's very um minimal Mm -hmm. it's very together because the second one is minimal but like it's dark it's boring yeah like there's no style there a kitchen which one did you pick? I picked the third one. Okay. That's why I didn't go on. I didn't know what you picked. The first um, one's also cute, though. Yeah. Uh, pick a kitchen. Ooh, okay. So the first one is very Pinterest. It's got those mm-hmm. little plastic chairs with the wooden legs. If yep. you know, you know. The we wooden all them at some point. <laughs> the wooden bar cart thingy. I still wanted one, like, last year to VH. But I went to work with my mom once, and... One of these classrooms had them, and those chairs were disgusting. Like, they were so just, ugh. Uh, The second one is very Joanna Gaines. 
farmhouse vibes. Mm-hmm. The fixtures on the lights, don't know how I feel about it. They kind of look like wire baskets. The third one is... That's... It's such an apartment. It's, again, I feel like I could see this one with the yellow... No, not the yellow cash. The, like, the boring apartment um, living room. Like, do you see the, it? Mm, yeah, I don't hate the kitchen, though. Like, it's fun. Kitchens are the room that means the least to me. Like, I don't yeah. care that much because it's mostly appliances. But it's it's okay. It looks like Mr. Krabs' White House if you've seen <laughs> the Dollar Bill episode. Yeah. And then the last one is very um, rugged. It's a little rustic. It's got some wood everywhere. Mm-hmm. A little too much wood, if you ask me. But it's cute. I don't know how rustic that is. It's very modern rustic, and I don't like that. It looks like if you were going on vacation for the weekend at one of those tiny Mm -hmm. homes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here's the thing. I like the first one. However, I feel like the chairs are, like, too much in front to where that's all I can see. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. I'm not going to lie. Like, out of all these, I wouldn't pick any of them. I do kind of like the farmhouse look of this one. It's not too, like, live, laugh, love, if you know what I mean. It's just, <laughs> it's 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 enough. Like, I just don't like any of the other ones, to be honest. I think that one is a little too much caucasity for me. Uh, <laughs> the first one has a lot of utensils. I feel like the first one is for someone who knows how to cook, and that's not me. But the third one, the ugly apartment one, for some reason, that is uh, calling it, out to me. It speaks to you. I think it's just because she needs help and I'm a fixer. Mm-hmm. Uh, now let's choose a bathroom. This does matter to me significantly. Okay, so the first one I have to it's zoom in because I can't matter. see. <laughs> the bathroom is like the only place that I have that is like truly me alone. Um, the first one has this accent wall around the sink. It's very modern. Um, I think the tub is kind of cool. I don't love that there's a window right there, but what are you going to do? What's with all, like, the modern? Like, this isn't very, like, versatile, versatile, you know. There's not a big variety. Like, what if somebody came on this quiz who was, like, country, country, and they're just like, where is my... You know, bucket bathtub. <laughs> I feel like country, country. They just buy a house straight out. Like they <laughs> get an apartment, they skip that step. The second one, I feel like, is classic apartment bathroom. It's yeah. small and like everything is kind of just crammed in there. There's no windows. It's just standard. It's like pedestal sink, toilet, shower, boom. Yeah. The third one, I don't know what is going on with those walls, but I'm not here for it. <laughs> It looks like it's supposed to be like a marble wall. But it's hideous. Yeah. Can I be honest? Marble's kind of ugly. Oh, yeah. I used to really like it when I was in high school, but... Same. Like, I had a marble laptop case, and I was like, I'm so different. And then I was like, no, you're not. It's basic. Uh, It's got Jack and Jill sinks, though. I have that mirror that's above the sink in my room. It's like the same one. Uh, 
And it looks like there's like drawers or something on the other side. Uh, that looks like, I don't know, I guess a bathroom cabinet. Keeping your towels in some place. It's got a lot of nice lighting, but you can't tell like what the shower situation is and that kind of bothers me. Yeah. Uh, and the last one is very... Um, and the last one's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I just think the toilet looks so weird. Like, the way it's laid out doesn't make sense. It looks like I just went on The Sims and just saw all the modern <laughs> stuff and just stuck it in a bathroom and didn't even think about decorating or where everything should be placed. The toilet is in the weirdest position. Like, the sink is fine, whatever. But the toilet is, like, facing the sink, but not across from it. It's on, like, the perpendicular or whatever. I would think it's, like, right beside. Like, that's where I would put it. Like, there's enough room. I know. I'm like, why is it positioned like that? Yeah. They're all, like, not that great, honestly. Well, I'm actually choosing the second one because... I kind of like the flooring, mm-hmm. and you know, all the other ones are ugly. <laughs> it's just process of elimination at this point. I think I would go with, honestly, probably the second. No, I like the tub in the first one. I've never had, like, mm-hmm. a nice tub before, so maybe that. Uh, Choose a bedroom. Ooh, okay. The first one is very high. I'm 40 years old. Me and my husband just bought our second home together. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's got one of those tufted headboards that used to be big in like 20, I don't even know what year. And the uh, matching 14, side maybe. tables, probably. And then it's got a matching tufted like bench at the end. Isn't it like a footrest? Tufted? It's just or ugly. I- Either yeah. way, it's hideous. The second one is, I'm kind of colorblind. Hold on. Like navy. Yeah, it it gives me the same vibes as the first one, but darker. This is, like, mm-hmm. not the man's version. It's, like, I'm a dark teenager who's very rich, you know? And I sneak my boyfriend in through my bay window. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of energy. Yep. The third one looks kind of like a hotel. Again, I was thinking, you know, scrolling for apartments. This is the bedroom I'm going to see. It's like showroom. It's very no personality, some weird abstract art above the bed. Yep. And the last one is definitely the only contender. Um, It has a really big wood headboard. A little too big in my opinion, but go off, I guess. Uh, I like that the side tables don't match. Like, they're the, I think they're the same, but they're not like the same lamp on both ones. Oh, yeah. And it's got well, some nice... There's not m- even a lamp on... <laughs> one on the left it's flowers and a lamp on the other one i like that they're kind of like not the same yeah uh but the bedding is cute Mm -hmm. it's like pink and orange and it looks linen yeah i mean i'm choosing the last one because that's the only option yeah the other ones (laughs) you couldn't pay me to live in the other ones no i don't and that's why i'm having expensive taste yeah i don't have the personality for the other ones Mm-mm. And then pick a patio or balcony. We're, we're getting Ooh. fancy. We got money. Okay, so the first one is really... Please do not turn that dryer on. Please. <laughs> it's so loud. It's like railing and there's some little wooden planters and a kumquat tree. 
and then the second one is very L.A. It's mm-hmm. very, look at my string lights in the sunset. The third one is Modern Bohemian Wedding. I feel like I would see this in either a 40-year-old who wants to be young again, and she's been on Pinterest for quite some time, or an actual 20-year-old who's just rich. It's cute. It kind of makes me think of The Bachelor for some reason. Like, I've never seen that show, but it gives me Bachelor energy. And the fourth one is very... um, I gotta zoom in. I think this is like LA when you have no grass, but you you still have a patio. A lot of greenery. It's got the typical outdoors um, furniture that you see at Lowe's. The wicker furniture Mm -hmm. that's not wicker colored. Yeah. I'm picking Um, the first one. I'm gonna choose something different because I feel like we've gotten the same stuff. I'm gonna choose the third one because why not? The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Lastly, choose a closet. Ooh, the first one is very Steve Jobs structured. They just went to Ikea. They had it fitted. The second one is um, more the container store. I know it says Lowe's, but it is the container store. The third one is just an atrocity. This is, this is the 40-year-old woman again. I swear. With Ugly. Poof at the end, and the way things are folded like that is that's gonna be a nightmare to get anything out without it all toppling over. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth one reminds me of that Mary Kate and Ashley movie, like a New York Minute or whatever. And the one girl's closet's like crazy, and the other girl's closet is pristine. This is <laughs> but it I has am- those ugly labels. This is what I imagine, like, like a toddler, like one of the toddlers in tiaras like closet looks like Mm -hmm. I feel like some of these buckets have like plastic jewelry in them you know go-go juice in the back (laughs) all these sunglasses um I like the second one I like the second one I think the aesthetic I like more but I actually like the first one and how it's organized so I'm gonna choose that one both are practical decisions oh okay well the results are in okay uh, what'd you get? The Fosters. That's what I got. Little do they know I've seen this entire series. I've seen up to season two or three, maybe. I don't know. I don't even recognize any of these people in the... <laughs> I recognize the moms. So we have Steph and Lena, Mariana, and Jude. And it looks like Callie is next to him, but her face is kind of cut off. And I don't know who's standing closest. I don't know. Sometimes all you need is a good drama to take your mind off things. Oh, you want me to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, not even looking at you. I'm just like, huh? Um, the show focuses on the Foster family as parents Steph and Lena face the challenge of raising their five children, four adopted and one biological the show ran for five seasons, so you've got a lot of good and drama-filled binging ahead of you. No, I don't, because I've already watched it. Mm-hmm. But if any of you out there just don't know what to watch while you're indoors, here you go. The Fosters. The yeah. spinoff, Good Trouble. Here's the thing, though. That commercial would come on Hulu all the time. And honestly, 
I would bop to the song that it was like I don't even remember it, but it was good. I just here's the deal. They picked the character that I gave the least craps about. Callie, I'm sorry, baby, but you are just not the one. Never have been, never will be. Wow, the shade. And it's like Mariana, I actually like as a character, and her storyline in Good Trouble was more interesting, but they would always cut it off to go back to Callie. Like Mariana, she was working at some big tech company, and she's a girl, and everyone's boys, and they're being mean. They're being mean to her. Wasn't Callie like the main character of The Fosters? I think, like, yeah, technically. Hmm. And she's the most boring. Wow. She just is the most problematic. She gives me early season Meredith Grey energy where it's like, you keep making the same mistakes again and again. I'm like, learn from them. Ooh, early seasons Meredith Grey. She just wasn't, she just wasn't it. She wasn't it, you know? Mm Mm-mm. She was, what the kids say is problematic. Yes. And her that's on alcoholism. Also, her voice was also, like, raspy, I feel like, sometimes. And that annoyed me. And I don't know why. But if you go back and look at the early seasons of Grey's Anatomy, Ellen Pompeo's face is, like, totally different. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks... Yeah. I mean, I know she's been on there for a long time. And, like, people age and whatever. But, like, she looks so she's different. She's the same person. Mm-mm. No. It's like she looks like a baby. <laughs> First like, season. She looks like Grace Anatomy took a toll on her. And it yeah. probably did. It probably did. Mm-hmm. Cause I heard there was some drama. There was oh, some yeah. drama. I mean, Grace Anatomy is full of drama on screen and off. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. And that's on Shonda. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Okay. So the woman uh Catherine Heigl, that's her name. She says some problematic things, but have you noticed that every single problem there is something to do with Shonda? I mean, every single problem. <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, I didn't say it, but I'm just I'm just observing. That's it. So the only like big fat drama that I remember, <laughs> I act like I'm on set. The only thing I remember from ten years ago. Uh, was the whole situation with the guy who played George and the guy who played uh, Burke. Burke? Yeah, that was bad. That was not good. And then he, they still like, let wow. him come back. I know. I would have been like, you're gone. <laughs> and it was for like one episode. I'm like, nobody cares. And that episode wasn't even good. Like he dragged Christina like all the way out to Switzerland or whatever. Yeah, and they tried to make it seem like he was the reason that she... I mean, I think they were trying to find a way for her to, like, leave the show. Because the actress probably wanted to. She's off to bigger and better things, though. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't think they could have... They couldn't come up with anything to, like, send her off. So they were like, let's bring Burke back. Perfect. Just such a questionable decision. And I would it's, love to have been in the writer's room for that. And they did the same thing with Alex. They're like, let's bring back Izzy's character. They didn't bring back Katherine Heigl. But they said, let's bring back Izzy and he'll just leave. I was like, this makes no sense. I didn't even watch that episode. I haven't watched it in a while, but like it sounds ridiculous because I was reading and I was like, this makes no sense whatsoever. I feel like Katherine has just been blacklisted by everyone. So 
I don't know, maybe we can get into it more when we go into the main segment of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Give us a rating, give us a review, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. And follow us on Twitter at Courage and Doll. Check out our website. CourageDollPodcast.wixsite.com slash now playing. And if you don't have Twitter but you want to tell us your thoughts, email us CourageDollPodcast at gmail.com and subscribe. Bye. Bye. That was tame. Mm.